Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the Boop Show for January 22nd, 2018. It's Scott Johnson and Brian Dunaway. Welcome back to the Boop Show. It is episode 161. I'm Scott. That's Boop. Brian. Hi, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott. The other Brian. I have too many Brians. I heard you what? like to play games. No, I do, actually. I'm a fan. I like the video games. Big fan. Big fan. And uh, this is where we talk about them. It's the Boop Show. We do it once a week. Boop. It's uh, Monday, and it's about uh, a little after 3.30 here in the Mountain Time Zone. Thank you, everybody who showed up live, and everyone listening later, you're cool, too. We are, we're fine with you. You're but just fine. Let me just say this. Yeah. Those live folks are going to win some games. Are they, though? Are they? Codes. Codes. Okay. Yeah, they will. That's true. We'll give some away today. In fact, mm. if um, I don't know, you can decide this, we could we could open the lines and have them call in if we wanted. Ooh, I would like to hear some of the people. Yeah. I would like to hear them talk. There's a phone number now that you can see just below me, 801-285-9395. I'm not going to take every call, so if you call and it rings and rings and rings and never gets through, try again. I'm just going to kind of randomly pull you at one point or another, and uh, you may win uh, some Steam codes, codes today. Brian knows codes. what they are. He knows what's up, so we'll make sure to get those to you. So we'll do that throughout the show today. All right, Brian, it's time for us to talk about what the hell's going on. Scott. Um, all right, last time we spoke, which was a week ago. It was a week ago, right? Last Monday. Last Monday. Uh, I had confessed to getting all wrapped up again in, in ESO, Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. And so- uh, that is still true. I'm still enjoying that, uh, that, that uh, romp quite a bit, enjoying my time in there. You know, you didn't convince me last week because you really got deep about the character names, and I just, mm. I want to play. I, every week, I look forward to hearing what you played because I, deep down inside, I want you to convince me to play the games you're playing. Well, are you okay? Let me ask you this. Do you have any form of the the video game known as uh, The Elder Scrolls Online? Do you have it on console or, or PC or any of the places that it, that it is? Do you have that now? I, I, I do not. Then you will not be able to play it, it turns out. That is a requirement. Interesting. Yeah, you'll need so the game. So there is, you know, when you tell me about a game that's free to play, where I have, I'm all on it. But yeah, there is a small, just a little little barrier. Like, what is it, like $15 or something? Yeah, it's like- on sale sometimes, 29 normally. Uh, you don't pay monthly, though. Once you get it, you got it. It's, just buying, it's like but, buying a video game. That's it. But you know what? You know what? Twelve bucks will get me. Mm. It'll get me the humble bundle monthly thing. And this week is uh, Civ Six. How much time are you going to spend? Oh, is it really? Yeah, actually, Civ Six is really good. It's really good, especially yeah. for like twelve bucks. But it's even cheaper than that because if it's your first time, you get it for like ten sixty. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't, I can't argue with that. That is actually a pretty good argument. So, mm. so look, if you're, if your humble bundle this week involves getting Civ six for the first time and you're into that sort of thing, I would pick that up first. But if you're just sitting around going, man, I could really use a, a questy RPG ish thing uh, that's good and reminds me of Skyrim. Well, hey, I got a good news for you. It's called Elder Scrolls Online, and it's fun. <laughs> I got a good news for you. And like I, Elder Scrolls are on the line. And like, like I said last week, I don't play it like an MMO. I play it like a like a like like, like a, a new game, Elder like a Scrolls, back, like so, a game of backgammon. Just a ga- yes, like backgammon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you say backgammon. Backgammon, gaming. <laughs> if you start backgammon, you need to talk to your doctor. It's a problem. Get that looked at. Um, but no, uh, it's good. And I like it. And I'm telling you, you could do a lot worse. So if you uh, want to take my advice out there, great. If you don't, if you. Oh, if you do get in here, Brian, this, what's cool is you and I can go quest together. And it doesn't matter what level you are and what level I am. The, uh, the, the, the system makes it so whatever's happening is just as much a challenge uh, or whatever for you as it is for me. So it Scott, knows how to do that. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. Do, when 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 do we ever play games together? That needs to change. I, mean, I know we do this show together, that but when to do me and you? That needs to change. We need to do that more, don't you think? We absolutely need to do I that I think more. so, too. All right, so here's what I did other than that, because there were some other things going on. I actually kind of went on this weird rampage because I'd been given a bunch of codes over time that uh, were gifted to me or given to me by either devs or fans or whatever, and a lot of them I just haven't put in yet, right? Just sort of mm-hmm. sitting on them mm-hmm. thinking, well, I'll get to that eventually, and then I just forget about it. And I went and looked at this list, and it was like 80 games that I haven't installed. Wow. So I decided to go through and at least claim the, the, the codes, if not play them. So claim for sure, install some, derba derba der. One of them was uh, Warhammer 40K Space Wolf. This was actually uh, given to me by the devs. Now, you know I like me some Warhammer 40K, don't you? Love. Oh, me. I knew. I knew that. Yeah, I don't play the tabletop thing, so don't look at me like I'm Mister uh, Miniature Painter. That's not what I do, people. What I'm talking about is all their video game iterations, and I've read a couple of books. I really like the world, universe, and tone uh, of the world of Warhammer 40K. I think it's awesome. I I have Warhammer 40K: Dawn of War Two, mm-hmm. uh, Chaos Rising, yeah, and Space Marine. The most recent. Warhammer game I have is from 2012. I'm going to tell you what I've got. Let's see. I've never thought to do this because I think I have more than I care to admit. Mm. Well, maybe I care to admit. Really. I will say this. While you were doing that, going through your backlog, I was doing the same thing, but I decided that any game that was released before 2017, I was going to put in my way backlog and everything from 2017 forward I was going to try to play. You're into, so that's I actually a good idea. About, I like this. Yeah, it's, it's good. I narrowed it down to about twenty something games, so a little more manageable. Yeah, that's not too bad. Actually, a good idea to do that, and that's kind of why I did this. I went back to go through a bunch, and some of these are a little older. Most of them are like last year games. Um, this particular game, I want to say, came out in 2017. I think it did. Anyway, this one is called Warhammer 40K Space Wolf. Ooh, Space Wolf. That just sounds cool. And you haven't played. You had Space Wolf in the bank, in your back pocket. Had it all And you time. never once pulled it out and said, hey, what's this? Nope. Space Wolf. Totally right. Here are the 40K games, by the way, that I own. Uh, that one, Total War, mm-hmm. Warhammer 2. But that's not 40K. That's just regular Warhammer. So forget that. Uh, right. Here we go. Total War. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Warhammer 40K, Dawn of War 2. 
Warhammer 40K Space Marine, Warhammer 40K Regicide, Warhammer 40K Dawn of War 2 expansion, two expansions, Dawn of War 1. I don't have Dawn of War 3 because I heard bad things. Right. And there's one other one I have. Oh, Space Hulk. I have Space Hulk. So. Oh, I like Space Hulk now. Well, there's an old one, uh, the old EA Space Hulk, which was okay. It's on the 3DO originally. Um, But then there's this newish one, and it's all right. It's got some bugs. But anyway, I like it. I just am happy to play 40K uh, Space Marines and and uh, Space Orcs and all that shit is all up my cheese. I love it. So Mm, whenever whenever there's one of those to play, I try to play it. Didn't know I had this one. So how long did you get to play it? Was it just a five minutes worth? Did you get to really dev in? Or um, I played probably nope. mm, half hour, something like that. I haven't, cool. had, I haven't had a ton of time. But I did get yeah. in there, and I'll tell you what, what we got here. So it's uh, it may be based on one of the board games. I don't know. I have no idea because I don't play those. I only know them from their right. video game iterations and their books. So, so everybody at home screaming at me, I promise you it's not because I'm being ignorant. I just haven't played the tabletop stuff. So, and I respect them though. I think that's awesome. And I, w- I kind of wish I did, but I don't have time for that stuff. Anyway, uh, this one, so, so the Warhammer 40k games, they've got RTSs, they have first person shooters, they have ship to ship combat kind of games. They have turn-based strategies of all sorts. Like there's all sorts of genres that they make a Warhammer game in. And right. you can just go get those and play those or whatever. Over the years, you've been able to play lots of cool stuff. So uh, I've always liked the squad-based, turn-based stuff. You know, it's always been pretty good. This thing is basically a card game, turn-based strategy hybrid. So your camera is just over like three-quarter view, Diablo style, kind of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, a little closer in, maybe. And uh, your Marines are dudes, you know. They land. There might be some ladies. I don't know. They land there to do a fight. Okay. And uh, there's a story and I couldn't tell you what's happening yet because it seems a little berserky, but whatever. I'm in there and uh, up comes one of these crimson angels or whatever the hell the name of this one of these opposing factions and I need to kill them. And the way you kill them is you have movement cards and you have action cards and like a whole uh, hand of cards is laid before you. And right. you unlock cards further in the game, kind of Hearthstone style, sort of, but it's more of a deck builder than it is a, it's hard to explain. But anyway, so as you're moving along, I've got movement cards. And when I use one of those, I can move whatever the distance is. So I use it and it says, okay, well, within this grid, you can move these 20 paces or whatever. So I'll go and move. And then I can use another card, like an action card. Now, if I'm right next to a guy and I have a chainsaw, I can chainsaw him with a chainsaw action card. Or if it's, if it's distance and I have a, uh, you know, a bolt rifle or some kind of pistol thing, I can shoot from there. I like there. the way you describe it being right next to him because I don't think as like as an opponent on the other side, more like you're just hanging out with him and just you know suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I mean, in a way, you yeah. sort of are doing that, but it's like chess, sort of turn-based chess, except you have these cards that do your actions. Now, if you're all out of movement cards and you're like, "Well, I need to move," you can sacrifice an action card like shooting or, or the, like I said, the chainsaw swords and all that kind of stuff. You can you can basically burn one of those in favor of movement, and essentially trade it in for movement. So you can still move where you want to go and do what you got to do. So there's a strategy to when you move, um, you know what abilities you use after you move, this sort of thing. It's currently right. enjoying a very positive review. It looks like hold on, I'm trying to get to the store page and it's being slow. Uh, well, we yeah, I while, while you're doing that, chat room found it. First person who tells me the 
sort of correct answer. I have an idea of the correct answer. Uh, of how many 40K Warhammer games are there? To- total? Like 40K video total. games made? Video yeah, games, just, right? Yeah, just, just the Warhammer 40K. And I'll send you the link that I got, uh, Scott, so you can verify fill out my library well. yeah and also you're yeah. saying but you're saying video games not tabletop and all that right just right 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 okay. video games video games only while you do that uh this thing's got a very positive uh review currently it is uh was, it was released in, in uh, 2017 september 21st um if you were to buy it new you would be paying 17.99 i think that's worth it wow uh it is cool um what i like about it is it's kind of got that CCG hook mixed with it. I mean, it's just really two genres. It's a it's a turn-based, grid-based sort of fight, and it's being controlled by what cards you have. And surprisingly, good time. I really like it. So people should play Warhammer 40K Space Wolf if you are so inclined. If you like the Warhammer universe, I think you could do a lot worse than this thing. It, I like, like it. I said, it reviewed really well, and it's got a single-player campaign. It's also got PvP modes. It's got a survival mode. Bunch of stuff. Huge arsenal of weapons. Uh, the Space Wolf Clan is badass. So play it. It, that. it. That's the great thing about 40K is it always looks like everybody's a badass, right? Oh, everyone is. Big, giant, bulky yeah. armor, and they call each bulky. other names like Ezekiel and... and, yeah. and Ezekiel, enter the ship on my command! <laughs> so it's like that kind of thing, and it's all right. very serious and self, self-serious self in a way that just makes it goofy and fun. It's, uh, I mean, it it's the universe, well, Warhammer also, but like everyone looks at Blizzard and goes, oh, Blizzard, with your great ideas, right? But Blizzard, I won't say lifted, but they, I mean, Warcraft is Warhammer. I mean, it just is. Right. And they were originally going to be a licensed developer of a Warhammer game before they started Warcraft back in the 90s. And yeah. they did that because they thought, well, well, this is a good license. We all love it here. Let's make a game based on that. And then they thought, well, why don't we just do our own and make up our own world and kind of it'll be sort of like that, but it won't be, you know, we won't cross any copyright laws or anything. Right. And so they made Warcraft. But really, its inspiration was Warhammer. Warhammer 40K, same deal for StarCraft. Like Space yes. Marines and the whole Terran nation or the whole Terran race is basically Warhammer 40K. Um, the Zerg are basically this, not the Scourge, what are they called? There's another word for the Warhammer 40K, kind of mindless, kill right, everything right. aliens. Um, there's there's the, there's a whole race that are a lot like Protoss, and then there's a bunch of others. But but this stuff is lifted from that, or let's say inspired from that. And I understand right. why. It is awesome. It is so cool. Like My imagination flips out when I think about the possibilities of the 40K universe. I love it. So I'm easy for this stuff. All they got to do is say, hey, got a new 40K game coming out. And I'll go, ooh, I don't care what genre it is. I get, I just get stoked. You've uh, just about got me convinced. Okay, I will do that. All right. I will play it. Hey, Captain Logan, first guess is closest to the Wikipedia answer that I got, which was 29 of these Warhammer 40K video games. Uh, so Captain Logan, winner. Uh, Captain Kipper, 40,000, 40, wrong. Widget, <laughs> over 9,000, wrong. 40,000. Nice try, guys. Really, really had to <laughs> squeeze that one out. Uh, we'll give a random code to something else to somebody if they want to call into the show. Right. Do you think, do you think he would like, uh, how about Shadowrun Returns? Yeah, Shadowrun Returns, that's a good game. Oh, you know right, what? Uh, sorry, but that that kind of gameplay, that kind of grid-based gameplay is what I'm talking about here. It's very nice. similar to that. So it's, you know, XCOM and 
a million other games. It's like that kind of game, but you got cards and it's badass. The other game I played a ton of was Slay the Spire for PC. Hmm. Now you might say to me, Scott, why would you want to slay Scott. the spire? What's up with the spire? Well, I can tell you, Brian. This, this looks like a Do you see a it there? Game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's another card game. You're not wrong about that. <laughs> it is exactly what it is. Um Slay the Spire is a roguelike um card battler deck builder. Uh that almost sounds like something I might would want to play. You might want to and it's relatively cheap and it's really high on the popularity charts and there's a reason. So this is this is interesting. This company has decided to make this roguelike card game where you everything's new and random every time you play it. You take back kind of the gameplay loop is go fight as far as you can and get as far as you can and try to beat the final boss. But if you can't, it's okay because you'll carry over the cards you unlocked plus some gold and you can up- upgrade stuff so the next time you go out, you're a little stronger. We all know what a roguelike is. That's kind of what that is. But this is using cards and you get these cards that are dealt to you and you and some of them are damage cards, some of them are block cards, some of them are other effects and abilities and things. You can also pick up potions and, you know, other junk, trinkets and things. Um, it's not that crazy of concepts. It's like this has all been done before. It's done really well here. The gameplay loop is super solid and really fun. Here's is my it better than Card Thief? Yes. Um, I like Card Thief a lot, but that's more of a mm-hmm. solitaire game anyway. I mean, Card True. Thief, card, or not, not, I'm thinking of the wrong one. Card Thief is the one where you sneak around and try to stay out of the light, right? With the cards. That's a really good game. Totally. Yeah, because he was all roguelike. So, yeah, I that's assume. a really cool game, but it's not, doesn't play right. like that. Not like that. Okay. No, it plays more like, I don't know what to compare uh, it card, to. Card Crawl? You ever played that one? Yeah, a little more like Card Crawl. Yes. Oh, okay. No, not so no, much like Card nothing Crawl. Like, card, nothing card, like that. No. Card Crawl is more like uh, Solitaire. This right. plays like um, Monster Slayer. It's an old hmm. Flash game that I think is also now a Steam game where you, you use cards to battle. It's random. You find treasure. You do stuff. Obviously, I like a certain kind of game, folks. <laughs> this is one of them. And here's what I like about Slay, Slay the Spire. Uh, they have the gameplay loop down. It is solid as a rock. Like, really fun, very compelling, one more time, one more time kind of vibe to it. Perfect. Mm. But you can tell that that's where they start and that they're not done with the art yet. Yes, that's what I was thinking. The art is terrible. Terrible. Not that great. No, no, no. It's worse than not that great. It is objectively bad. Mm. It looks like some seventh grade kid and some stoner who's uh, staying after school to make up for tardies is sitting in some class in the back, scrawling this on his desk with an X-Acto knife. That's what this looks like. Napoleon Dynamite level... Yes. Kind of stuff? Yes. Okay. Well done. Now, right. that what I like about this, so it's not all doom and gloom, because it is a little ugly. Absolutely yeah. one of the ugliest games on the on Steam. <laughs> but it's still early access, though, right? It is. So my thinking is, and I don't. maybe they've said this in their dev updates, so I haven't been reading all of them, but my thinking right. is they've got the perfect engine for a game. It's really, really, really solid. The gameplay loop is on fleek, as the kids would say about fleek. their things. You mean like in 2000? <laughs> I'm going to know about 14. half a decade too late, right? Right. Uh, they, they have, they, they, I, what I hope they're doing now is now it's time to polish and clean this thing up because it's really <laughs> ugly. 
It feels very it proof looks, of concept, looks, you know. It looks fast. It is fast, but it's it's just shitty ugly. It's really ugly. Yeah. Like yeah. the style's bad. It's not even so much that things aren't animated, and they're not. They don't really animate very well. It's a lot of sort of you used a card to stab a guy. It made him move a little. Like there's no there's no fancy anything happening. Um, but the actual art style itself is just so rudimentary and basic. And well, it, it, as an artist, I mean, it was a time when we were all webcomic snobs, and XKCD came along, and we're like, no, stick figures are not allowed. We and some of somehow, us did. I understood that though. That was a that's a writing you, thing, and it fits. And I don't have a problem with that. And I wouldn't have a problem with this if it was stick people, to be honest. Right. Like this just is a weird ugly who'd you hire he's not very good at this kind of thing and it may be that they got one guy making the whole thing and this is just his level of art and he's just doing this to get going sell enough copies then he can hire a real artist like i hope that's where things are headed because looking at that all day is going to be rough it's rough Mm. right i'm not one to you know look i'm not trying to say somebody's a bad artist i'm just saying this but somebody's a bad artist somebody's (laughs) really bad here really bad they look like little poop smears. They're just bad. Hey, you know, you, you're not necessarily a bad artist. Maybe just not appropriate for this particular form. I don't maybe know where else it belongs. Where else should he be drawing? Where drawing on the desk in the back of... <laughs> you know. Exactly. Anyway, Slay the Spire. Out now. Fun as hell. Right. And um, they've he's got me completely hooked. I just hope they can polish that thing up. Uh, Brian, I see you tried Kingdoms and Castles, which I also have. I, I have that. played Kingdoms and Castles before, but I, I every time it keeps it keeps sucking me back in. And if you don't know what it is, it's a, a city building game. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of pixelated, like almost you almost want to look and go, oh, look, it kind of looks like Minecraft on the surface. Then you go, shut up. That looks nothing like Minecraft. Stop comparing Minecraft to all blocky games. Mm. And then, you know, I would stop arguing with myself. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, but uh, kingdoms and castles, city building is just enough uh, for my OCD yeah. with, without being overly. Uh, they're not, they're know, not overly, trying to make you a survival game at all. They're, no, they're, they're like, not. They're, you know now, what? don't get me wrong. There is some survival involved sure, because sure. as as you go along, I pick always pick the hardest level when I'm playing this game for some reason. I don't know why. It it makes me laugh. And so right away, dragons appear mm-hmm. in the sky, and yeah. and they'll come by and they'll check you out, and they'll look and see what you know what you got going on. And if you have too many uh, gold coins, they'll come. You know, they'll smog you. Mm-hmm. They'll come down there and you mm-hmm. know grab your gold coins and get the crap out of there. Um, Just and, things you know, still ten no, bucks, by the way. It's only ten bucks, right? Uh, yeah, I think I paid nine ninety nine for it, yeah. uh, and I think that's still the price of it. It's totally worth it. Uh, I've I've spent many hours just kind of whittling away at uh, you know collecting collecting wood, and it it, it progresses at a decent pace. Uh, some of the things I some of the things that set it apart for me with the city building is that it's kind of almost you know like like the Sims because each individual meeple that you have. By the way, the meeples are just little little block people. And like maybe like some game of life kind of people, yeah. and uh, and each one of them has like you know happiness rating, but they also they'll give you like the most recent thing that happened to them. Mm. So like you so you'll look and you go oh no it's, uh, his happiness is low and it's, oh you see he just stepped in some mud you know and you can look at the household where he lives at and there's another happiness meter there and it gives you it gives you clues about what you should be doing like if they need if they want charcoal or if they want you know if they feel like they're in danger burning because you haven't built a well 
or something or don't, don't have access to a bar or something like that. By the way, if you step in mud, build a bar, takes it. They feel great about it. Tavern takes all the the mud stepping, takes it right away. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, if I anyone mean, has played 8-bit armies, either the 8-bit the armies modern one or the 8-bit armies mm-hmm. uh, Warcraft looking one, it's that same style with very, very right. similar style. Kind of like, uh, I mean, it's 3D, but everybody's like a little 8-bit looking blocky mm-hmm. dude. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I, uh, let me just add this real quick. When you referred to it as like your meeples just kind of do what they need to do and it's a little Sims-like right. in that way. Yeah. Um, for me, the comparison is more appropriate with a game like the old Sierra, uh, not Sierra. Um, actually, maybe Sierra did publish them. But anyway, the the games that were made by Impressions Games, so that would be like Pharaoh and Caesar oh, okay. 3. And do you remember yeah, those yeah. games? Zeus. I do. Uh, Rise of the Middle Kingdom. Zeus was the one I played. I played a lot of that one. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and they had a similar deal. You start putting things down, dudes show up, and they just start doing it. If you got a building right. that needs workers... Put one down. Someone will build it, and eventually it'll fill with workers as long as you got the right population. And you try to manage those two things and keep building out. And so the world, the pe- you don't have to control the people; you just right. control the city they live in, and the people kind of behave the way that they're supposed to. I really, really like that format. Mm-hmm. So um, every once in a while, I get a wild hair to just go find every one of these I can find, or just like see what everyone's working on. Like, are there any more cool versions of this kind of game out there? Who's working on what? And this one has really stuck out as 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 uh, doing what I like in these kind of yeah. city builders. So I, I I'm keep totally coming back it. to it. I think it's the pacing. The pacing is just right, yeah. and you can fast forward. You can everything is based on years. So you uh, you harvest your crops and your farms and your orchards at a certain time each year, and you you collect and uh, and you're actually your your little meeple guys. By the way, uh, Oak Dragon called me out and said, "Game of Life people are pegs, Brian. Pegs. Okay. Oh, so." Yeah, right. Whatever, Wooden Dragon. All right, so I like that part of it a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would I would say maybe I have a problem. Yeah, you might. You should keep playing because, it, though. I uh, like it. It's a good game. No, because I got Civ 6 now. What am I going to do with that? It's a $9.99. That's not even a sale price, normal price. This was also notable. It was the first game funded on that... Uh, Oh, what was the name of the Kickstarter alternative that's games only? Show. Squin, pin, grin. Yeah, squin, piggly. Squin, piggly, do. I can't remember. Chat room, fire up up my brain. What was it called? Shit. It's... Why are you doing... Whatever whatever that that is, this is where it got funded, and they were... It was notable for that, and... Even though that service is kind of up and down in terms of popularity, this was like a successfully funded game and, and people like it. So that's kind of nice. Right. Anyway, yeah. Oh, you know, I said I, that I stopped at a certain, uh, I, I looked at my backlog and I said, okay, I'm only going to do games from 2017 forward. Yeah. I did cheat with that just a little bit because there's one game that I've been meaning to revisit just a little bit and it's called Shower With Your Dad Simulator. Ew! 2015. Shut up. Have you played this game? No! I was so much fun. I'm not playing this. You're going to play. You're going to play. Explain to me. Shower. Let me just make sure I heard this right. Shower with your dad simulator. Yes. Do you still shower with your dad simulator 2015? Do you still shower with your dad? I think it's the full title of the game. Nobody does. Okay. So you got, once again, you got these little pixelated dudes and uh, 
my favorite character out of it, you have different dads. Okay, so there's three sets of dads. There's a there's a black-haired white guy, and then there's a black guy, and then there's a ginger guy. And uh, so I guess that's all the dads that they have or need. And so what you do is it's a matching game. So you're you got a dad, and he looks just like you, except he has a a, a little doodle. Oh my gosh! No, they got a pixelated yeah. wiener here. I see the video. This is terrible. Yeah. All little right. doodle hanging down, and you're a little kid, and you're like a little mini one of that, but you don't have no doodle. So it, it, you have to, what you have to do is, like the, one of the first matching games you play, is uh, you have to <laughs> randomly, the your dad will pop up in different areas on the screen, and you have to go to him yeah. and to get into the shower with him. If you accidentally go into a shower with another dude, you lose. Don't want to go in a shower with somebody else. I can't but, uh, believe this, this is, exists. It's 99 cents, by the way. Oh, totally worth it! Oh my gosh, oh. it is it is such uh, it is such a fun fun little game. Just a little quick time killer. A uh, bunch of little mini games you got where you match up. There, it's all matching patterns, but uh, some of them you rotate and you're the characters. Different characters. Uh, you'll be one kid and then suddenly you'll change to another kid, and you have to match up each time. And uh, it's it's just a lot of fun. I don't know, a lot man. Of stupid fun. I don't know. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I want to if run can, around. If you, can, if you could get the, if you can get the image of the little doodle out of your head, <laughs> it's a, it's a fun game. All right. Well, I showed, right, the, I showed this to the chat room while they were here, and they enjoyed nice. it as uh, well. Also, I played, I grabbed free. Right. I, it's, it's a free game. I don't know if you saw Freddie Fazbear's Pizzeria Simulator. No. What's this? Explain. Okay. So, it, on the surface. I'm going to tell you right now, if you plan on playing this, you might want to, I don't know if how big of a secret it is to you, but it was a secret to me. On the surface, in the store, the Steam store, is free, and it looks like just a little arcade version of Freddy Fazbear. You know, you've played all the Five Nights at Freddy's, right? You've played no, like no one or two of those, I haven't right? played any of those. You're, but you're familiar with them, right? I know what they are. Yes, I know right. what they are. They're, they're, they're jump scare, freaking Jimmy John, right. hoo-ha. Yeah. Exactly. And this is sold as... Of the store is a little arcade version of Freddy Fazbear. You're, uh, you're Freddy Fazbear, and you're grabbing pieces off a table, and you're, sh- and you're chucking them to customers. That's how it's sold. So I got that. It's like, okay, cool. I don't have time for a complete Freddy's thing, but this might be a little interesting thing to do. And so I started playing. Psych! <laughs> it's another freaking Five Nights at Freddy's game, but on the surface. So you start out playing this little arcade game, and, and you're going along, and you finally... You know, accomplish uh, it, and all of a sudden the screen starts going and uh, becomes all pixelated. And uh, suddenly you're running your own uh, Freddy Fazbear's uh, pizzeria. They think and so they, you, they're trying to do like like frog fractions where it's right. like, oh, it's this kind of game. And then later you're like, oh, shit, I'm in a whole new world now. It's a whole different thing than they told me. Right. Is, but it was a good psych out. I liked it because once I actually started playing it, because I wasn't interested in playing another Five Nights at Freddy's. But the angle is just different enough. Uh, you have to set up the the uh, you have to set the restaurant up yourself. You have to purchase items uh, to put into the restaurant, and uh, it's it's a little different take. There's still a lot of the little jump scares and stuff. But good job on you guys uh, fooling me and getting me to play it because it was free. It was free. Yeah, it's free. So, it's a little two D thing. It's not scary though, is it? Is it scary somehow? Uh, jump scare stuff. Yeah. I my chest hurt at one point, so. <laughs> This guy, I don't know how this, this guy's some kind of genius who keeps making he's brilliant. these. Yeah, he's brilliant. Brilliant and has a lot of money now. Right. Well done, Scott Crawthorn. 
Oh, right? yeah, look at all the stuff. Five Nights. There's four Five what, Nights what, at Freddy's. Yeah. Six, if you count Five Nights at Freddy's sister location. Then this mm-hmm. pizza deal and something called Desolate Hope. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Twenty fourteen is like his first game. And then I was kind of yeah. I was kind of burnt out on Five Nights at Freddy's until this came along. Yeah. So good on you. All right. You, you got me to play again. Also, in the vein of being scared to death, I picked up. They had a midweek sale on Steam for uh, Little Nightmares. Oh, I Which have this is, game. I haven't played it yet, but yeah. I have it on Steam as well. Oh, from you know, little 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 big planet guys. Mm-hmm. And so they've got this little nightmares and it's kind of, it was called uh Hunger, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so the the idea is that you're this little kid in a rain slicker outfit and you're trying to escape this nightmare mm-hmm. of existence. Um and but you're suffering hunger pains as you go through. Uh, that kind of slows you down, but it's it's a it's a puzzle platformer, and uh, I've I've enjoyed what little bit I've played so far, and I'm looking forward to picking it up on the PS4 Complete Edition, which is on sale right now as well. Oh, how much is uh, it there? It's twenty dollars for the Complete no, Edition. That includes yeah right. all the DLC stuff and everything, uh, and it's is so far it's a lot of fun. But I gotta say, man, it. Why do I suck so bad at platformers? What is it, Scott? Yeah, what's your problem? I don't know. Why Why can't I, I... I watch other people, and they don't have trouble jumping from one ledge to another. Mm. Why do I have trouble jumping from one ledge to another? Why, I, I why don't do know. Have... you got to work on this. This is something you need to solve in your life. I agree. I recorded, I recorded some gameplay for Twitch, and I swear, every time I thought I was jumping in one direction... I, I ended up jumping in the other. It's like I have like jump dyslexia, dyslexia or something. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. That Dyslexia. I like that. Dick, Dick, Dick-lexia. <laughs> Dick, Dick-lexia. Yeah, yeah. No, you, got, you nailed it. It's exactly right. I am very interested in that, although I haven't played it. It's on, I have it on PC and it's just sitting there. So Yeah. Oh, you should fire it up. It is... I'll give it a shot. It's it's good. It's good. All right. It's well, it's it'll creep you out if nothing else. Well, I like being creeped out. I'll tell you what else I like. News around the world. Let's start with Nintendo this week. Hey, you know what? Uh, that Labo deal. You know that thing that's coming. Oh yeah. Do you, how much? How much do you know about the Labo thing? Like how much of that I, are you like? Oh, I get it. I totally get it. I watched the promo video, and it looks like Nintendo's trying to sell me some cardboard way overpriced. For 70 bucks. For 70 bucks, but it looks like. looks like, that's what it looks like on the surface. Uh, it looks like an interesting concept, but for my, it, it would be something that you would work with with your child, right? For our age group, it would be kind of. How much fun could you have with cardboard? Well, I, I mean, look, it's basically going to tap into like the robotics lover in all of us. Uh, there you you go. know, people are into making things. If you're a big Minecraft fan, this might be something you'd be interested in. The games that they ship with them are, it's not just the cardboard you're buying. You're buying uh, a, a game or, you know, interactive software that uses these kits and then uh, controls them on the Switch, uh, be they video games or other kind of stuff. Uh, they're. This is a very Nintendo thing to do. And by that I mean like they're thinking way outside the norm here. Like right. Microsoft, Sony never do this. This is so not their thing. And it may end up being their thing if it's hugely popular cuz that's what they end up doing is kind of copying whatever Nintendo popular thing is. 
Uh, but they, but it needs to succeed first. Some people call it gimmicky. I think their kids are going to lose their minds over this. I think people are stoked about it. Now, right. I would agree that maybe you and I aren't the target audience. However, uh, I could see some entrepreneurial mind going, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to 3D print this stuff and I'm going to make my own versions of this stuff and I'm going to I'm going to hack a switch and make it do this and that and the other thing. And this is open to third parties, by the way. So there's lots of opportunity here to make it more than just some basic gimmick. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I'm, I want to see what happens. Am I going to rush right out and buy one? Probably not. Right. But uh, I'm interested. And the, like the look, I'm, I'm interested in some of it because some of it looks like some of the locomotion, like to make, like you said, robots move. Kind of is like the same ideas, like the hex bots and things. Mm-hmm. You know, you have, you have the little vibration rumble. In the in the controllers, and you put that onto some cardboard with some feet in this right angle, and they're able to you know have a little locomotion forward, and uh, it's it looks interesting. It's super interesting. I don't know. It's real weird though. Like I I'll be the first to admit it's an odd thing, uh, but it's I think it taps into something kind of kind of poss- kind of possibly cool, especially for kids right. who want to make and create and I don't know do more than just play video games on this thing. Yeah, I, I applaud them for doing that, but in some ways I'm like, shouldn't this just be like an educational initiative that they just give away? Does it really need to be a thing? They're not going to give it away. Well, of course they aren't. They're Nintendo. Well, and there's software in there, and there's, you know, there, there's a game to play. Like, you're not just going to... You're not going to Bill just, Gates would give it away. Uh, no, he, no, he would. he'd screw you. He'd make you buy a, a Kinect and pay too much money for it. That's what he'd do. <laughs> Oh, and look, they have interactive uh, interactive how to put it together video in this. Uh, see, I'm looking at the video now. This is great. I think right. it looks hilariously silly and great. I want this to be a thing. So good luck, Nintendo. Are you, are you going to order one for yourself? Though? No, hell no. I'm not buying one. <laughs> I mean, because it's not my... See, here's the other thing you need to know about me. Like, I'm more interested in watching other people do this than I am about me doing it. Right. Because what here's here's what's true of Scott Johnson. Just let's make this clear. I'm terrible at making things. If it's right. on a screen, it's digital, it's on paper, there's pens involved, hire me, I'm good to go. I can make whatever you need. If you need me to put together a bunch of cardboard so it's a working robot, <laughs> freaking dude, you're talking to the wrong, you're barking at the wrong hole is what you're doing. I, I'll tell you, the thing that bothered me about the video that I watched it, I I think that if the if it was like really thin cardboard, mm. I could see myself doing it. But I've worked with really thick corrugated cardboard before, making art projects in in uh, college, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I hated that so much. Mm. And I'm like, no, don't do it. Give me some kind of other material other than cheap corrugated cardboard. Well, you know By what? the way, I just want to apologize yeah. to Wicked Kitten in the chat room and and all the genders who were offended by the fact that I. I distinguish between the white guy and the ginger guy. Like it was a different color. I just didn't know how else to define him at that point. I was like, <laughs> look, we were talking about a game where you try to shower with your dad and not the other guy. So I think it's okay. We're, we're allowed some sorry, wicked kitten. Yeah. We're allowed some, some, some leeway there. Um, all right. What I was going to say finally about this is, uh, Adam Savage of Mythbusters fame once said that if you want to get into fabrication and building your own stuff, you start with cardboard. So there's a lot to be said for cardboard being a fun way to do that. Now, these are all pre-built kits, so it's not like, you know, you're not going to get that creative. 
But somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna do some freaky stuff with some cardboard or otherwise, and we're all gonna go, oh my gosh, what a weird thing that guy did. And it's gonna be all the rage and get all the views, <laughs> and everyone's gonna love it. This you're is Nintendo. Like a, yeah, you're thinking like a real doll uh, cardboard yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. scared. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My real doll. You know what I'm saying, right? I know exactly what you're saying. And if you ever had a cardboard cut, it hurts like a mother. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong about that. Uh, right Microsoft, Microsoft has uh, not a lot going on, but uh, big update. And they've added some new features. This is their new update. If you're a preview member, you can check it out in Microsoft's uh, beta program thing. So you can actually download this thing. But some of you need, uh, you knew, some new features. Some would say useful. Some would say, well, let me see first. But this included this includes rather expanding shutdown options. Whee! I wonder if it'll just fix it so it's a little less shitty to use. I really can't stand their front end on that thing. It's too much. Right. Too much stuff. Too hard to get to your games. They've improved it over time, but that thing could really use an overhaul. Do, do, do you have an Xbox One? Yeah, I do. It's over there. Yes. Is it is it the X or S or what you got? It's a normal, just a it's, it's a normal. It's a it's OG. It's the original tri console. It's the one that came right. out when they had the Connect included and all that. It's that. I've thought about picking up one of the more recent S. Right, that's the not expensive one. Yes, but what right. reason do you have? Ah, you, see, you now you get to the point. You don't the have reason one. Why is don't the reason one. why is because I need a 4K player. And people will not come off their 4K prices. However, Xbox One S does have a 4K player in it. Not the greatest one. But so if you know, you're if looking I'm for, spend, if I'm going to spend 120 dollars, why not just go ahead and get an Xbox One? You can get a 4K. Yes, that's true. Or a PlayStation Pro. That'll give that to you as well. Oh sure. Um, I mean, if I want to spend 500 dollars for a 4K player, why well, not? Yeah. No. I. You know what? If that's your only reason, yeah. Hell yeah. Go get an S. That's a good point. That's the. This is like the. This was like back when uh, Blu-ray players were ridiculously expensive from everyone else but Sony. So if you mm -hmm. bought a PlayStation Three, you got the cheapest Blu-ray player, and it happened to be a PlayStation Three, so it made a bunch of sense. Then they got cheaper, and then it was way cheaper just to buy a Samsung, you know, Blu-ray player. Same deals happening now. If you want good 4K output, maybe go a console now because later on other players will get cheaper. But I, right, right. I'm telling. But if you're in the market for playing the video games, I don't know, man. Right now, Microsoft needs to prove something to me before I sink any additional cash. I'll, I'll tell you, the most disappointing purchase I made over the last couple of years is when I was too cheap to buy a second PS4 and went with the Sony Blu-ray 3D player mm. and spent like $125, and it is just. The most basic, stripped down. Wait, poor this is because of this piece is, of crap. This is because of, or this is in place of a PS4 or PS3. No, a PS4. Oh wow, okay, so more recent. Than yeah, that. all right. Look, man, whatever you got to do, you be you, Brian. You be you. I got to be me. Yeah. They uh, also preview members can check out this "Do Not Disturb" function. This prevents any unwanted interruptions, not in your life, just on the, just on the <laughs> Xbox. Ma. <laughs> Mom, I don't want to do. I don't want to pick up dog poo. I'm in the middle of a halo. Do not match. disturb. Yeah, I like that idea. Just getting your mom to shut up. Uh, so that's the thing. There's a bunch of bug fixes, tournament stuff, some other things. If you are so inclined, check it out. You're gonna just you're just gonna pass over the tournaments. No, it's it's just bug fixes for tournaments. It's not adding oh, okay. tournaments. They already have tournament right. stuff. 
They, right. Listen, Xbox Live is a fine service. I think it's the standard by which all other online services for consoles should be based. My biggest problem with Microsoft is not any of that. My biggest problem is their, as far as the one is concerned, their interface for that thing is kludgy and dumb and confusing and advertising and not conducive to I want a cool place to go get my games. Like Sony's is not great either, but it's a hell of a lot better than this. I just need to go find right. a thing. Oh, there's a thing. Click. I want to play. Okay, great. Not go nine miles deep to find it. It's got problems, that thing. It's got problems. But this is nothing new. Everyone knows it. <laughs> All right, moving on to Sony. Uh, Nike's PG2 light-up sneakers are Sneaks. out and available. Well, they're not out yet, right? They just got announced. Let's see. Right. Out? No, they're not out. Uh, these are for out. PlayStation fanatics. The PG2 second generation of Paul George's signature shoes is themed around the PlayStation console, complete with tongues that light up, buttons inside the tongues let the owner turn on or off these lights, shaped in the PlayStation logo and PG logo on the other foot. In fact, turning those lights on sends a vibrating pulse through the shoe akin to turning on a PlayStation 4 DualShock controller. Mm. Are you going to get these? It's pleasure for your feet. You know, you laugh at me, but You're for not a decent a not. decent pair of Nike's, $110, that's not that bad. That's you, actually right on point. Are they but, but, This is dumb though. I mean, I understand but, being a fanboy and I understand like, oh, but they've got PlayStation on. And I love PlayStation so much. Just just close your eyes for a moment, Scott, and imagine yourself playing a nice little game on your ps4 maybe a little nightmares maybe you just picked up the complete uh, complete edition little nightmares on your ps4 and you just you put your little pg2s on and you just prop them up there on the old ottoman while you while you're while you're playing the game mm. i'm looking how at awesome the, would that be here let me here, i'm gonna play a little from the commercial patent leather classic playstation color eyelets oh look at all the layers of foot things Sock liner, zoom airbag. Like sock liner is a feature. That's what it said. Outsole for durability. Yeah, I don't know. This is weird to me. But look, you can download PSN voucher codes. Hey, embedded on the back of the left shoe. At least it's not the weirdest thing you've sent me today. I'll tell you no, that. It's not. It's not naked guys trying to find their kid in a public shower. No, the kid's trying to find the naked dad. Get it right. Oh, oh sorry about that. <laughs> Moving on to the PC. NVIDIA wants retailers to prioritize gamers over cryptocurrency miners. Now, we may have talked about this on the show. We may not have, but if you've been in the market for a new video card, you know what a pain in the ass it's been because mm -hmm. cryptocurrency turns out uh, sitting around farming that stuff all day uh, is best suited to GPUs, not CPUs. So if you get a PC with multiple GPU inputs and you end up with a PCI array of like eight GPUs, GPU meaning, you know, NVIDIA cards, although AMD cards aren't as good, I heard, for this, just for this. Yeah, I've heard that too. Anyway, I don't know why that is, some coprocessor thing. I don't understand it. But the point is that NVIDIA cards flying off the shelf, not for gamers, not for upgrading somebody's gaming PC, but for cryptocurrency miners. And by miners, I don't mean under the age of 18. I mean, people mining for Bitcoin. And it's nuts. I don't even think it's, Nintendo wants, or not Nintendo. I don't think NVIDIA wants this. I think they're like, no. ah, what is the deal? They, there's a shortage. You can't get them. It sucks. 
they're they're doing Nvidia's doing two things. They're they're encouraging their retailers to not sell like a whole bunch of them, like sell one at a time or whatever. So to prefer uh, the the gaming consumer over the crypto, you know. But you gotta say, what does Nvidia care? They selling cards, right? Doesn't matter. The other thing they're they're looking at doing is uh, creating video cards without display port outputs. So right. you could buy one, but it'd be stripped down and be a little less expensive, and would encourage them to stay, you cryptocurrency miners, out of my video gaming video cards. My Get space. out, because yeah. I was just about to upgrade, and I had watched some decent prices over the holidays, but I was like, you know what? I'm I'm going to wait until February or so, and I'm going yeah. to pick me a card up. And the freaking things went from like 250 with the one i was looking at to like six seven hundred dollars now yeah no this is it's all insane. everything you're saying is true and here's the deal nvidia should lean into this in the direction that you just suggested they need this to, to yeah. make video cards for gaming and and pursue and continue to pursue that market that they help pioneer and then go back and make some even less expensive or mass produced or whatever GPU-based processor cards that are specifically for the cryptocurrency market and make a whole line of those and separate that shit. You'll make a bunch of money over here. you make a bunch of money yep. over here and even out your stock levels because right now you're basically building for a gaming market that is being bought up by a different market. Yeah, and, it's, and if they don't do something, and this is going to happen regardless, a, a year from now or this Christmas when all of these cryptocurrency people, you know, have either failed or have made their money or need to upgrade to the next thing, they're going to try to offload all these things. And you're going to see you're going to see tons of these cards flood to the, you know, the secondary markets, the used markets. And people are going to have to start asking, was this thing abused to death in some kind of cryptocurrency crap? Because mm -hmm. I need to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, because that's true. When I, when that's I true. get this, is it going to be all et up? Yeah, what? check this out. GeForce GTX 1080 Ti cards are selling for $1,300 and up. Uh, the lowest priced GTX 1060 on Newegg right now is listed at $400. Are you kidding me? Right, And right. then that's if you can get them. They're all on back orders. Um, you can get a six-pack of GT, uh, GTX 1066 gigabyte, gigabyte cards for $3,295. I mean, the market is what the market is, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's going to, the market is willing to pay what it wants for demand and supply. I mean, it's the supply and demand. I totally get this. I yeah, totally get it. You I'm can't not, change it. I'm, right. It's easy for us to be mad as gamers because it's like, you're not using it for its proper intent. This was made for me and you're just using it and abusing it. Well, this is their statement. For NVIDIA, gamers come first. All activities related to our GeForce product are all targeted at our main audience, uh, says Boris Bowles. He said this to Computer Base. They were doing an interview. Mm -hmm. To ensure the GeForce gamers continue to have good GeForce graphics cards availability in the current situation, we, re we recommend that our trading partners make the appropriate arrangements to meet gamers' needs as usual. So they didn't really say much. They didn't say they were going to do anything to sort of curb this. I mean, no. NVIDIA stock is through the roof because of it, so <laughs> their stockholders are not asking for them to switch gears. This is this is not a natural uh, This is not a natural increase, though. So it's... I, I, I think things are going to change. It may quickly. not be sustainable, and I agree yeah. with that. I agree with that. You're going to be in trouble if you're not careful. You're not. You got to make yeah. the right decisions. Yeah, that whole thing, dude. Cryptocurrency in general. I we're heading toward bubble town. It's happening. Right. Right. Like, it's, I I mean, part of me is like, man, I should get into this. It's a little late now, but like, once everybody, once everybody, once I know about it, I think that the fad is over. You know, and I think now somebody's found a way to uh, 
to mine the miners. I'm sure that that by the time I get in, I'm always the last one in and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and there's some dark hor- there's some dark horsing around going on behind the scenes, and I don't know. I'm not trying to be conspiratorial, but there's so many things about blockchain that I like as a technology, but cryptocurrency yes. is, there's some skeevy going on with the cryptocurrency. Eh, we'll figure it out. It's just, it's just the time. You know, it is possible. Next- it, is, it is possible to separate blockchain and it, and mm-hmm. the philosophy behind blockchain and actual Bitcoin or actual Dogecoin or actual whatever dumb coin you're doing. Banana coin is another one I saw the other day. Um, you can separate that stuff because you're going to, I think the whole world's going to run on blockchain at some point. Like, I think that is the genuine thing. It is like the ultimate in increasing security, reliability and accountability. It's just the other dark side of it. It's just a little bit of weird going on. It's like, it's like BitTorrent. It can be used for so many cool technologies, but you can also steal a lot of shit with it. Mm, It's so tasty. So tasty. Anyway, as your ex- there. as your now experts- let me go put my box over here out of the way. Yeah, get that, move that out of there, will you? Good job, well done. All right, it is time for us to take an email from Bob- Brian from Denver. This is not the Brian from Denver we know. Okay, different no. different Brian from Denver. Uh, email this boopshow at gmail.com and he says this hey guys as a WoW and ESO player, I enjoyed Scott's take on his experience in ESO in the recent boop show. It's absolutely better since one Tamriel, having played ESO since beta. To those who wonder why they would want to play it and WoW, it's because it's very different than World of Warcraft in look, tone, and playstyle, and all of the new content is more fun, in my opinion, than playing Skyrim again. It's definitely worth trying out, especially since the base game is so affordable. Keep up the great work and game talk from Brian in Denver. Uh, Yeah, I never put this in the right words, but he's exactly right. If you think of WoW, well, think of it this way. If you're paying for WoW, you have to, to play World of Warcraft, you have to pay monthly. That's the deal. Mm. So if you're going to be playing that anyway and you feel like you have to do that, in the case of ESO, you don't. Once you have the base game, you just play. There's no monthly fee. There's no feeling like, oh, you're holding this 15 bucks over my head. I, I, you're making me feel bad if I'm not playing. You don't have to play it that way. <laughs> and you can just go in there and solo that shit, never group with anybody if you don't want to, and just play a great Elder Scrolls kind of experience. That's what I'm getting out of it. He said it really well. I think those two games actually exist really well in a in the same universe, given that I'm not giving up on WoW, probably ever. And I also really, really like the world of Elder Scrolls. So it's like this, it's like this great secondary RPG that just happens to be an MMO. Like you gotta you gotta change the way your head thinks about this stuff sometimes. And uh yeah. It's good. Well, thank, thank Brian, you, Brian from from Colorado was able to con- do something that you were not able to do, which is convince me. And I'm on. Is there any deal right now? Looking to see if I can pick this game up. Is that a website? Is there any deal? What is it? Oh, is there any deal? Yes, I live by. Is there any deal? I never I use this. To I've never purchase anything seen it. without. Man, nothing makes me angrier than than finding out that I bought a game and that two weeks prior it was on sale. Well, how am like, I, How is this the first time I've even been hearing of this thing? That, what? that annoys me. Yeah. Because I feel like I don't, I shouldn't, I should, this is a thing I should have known. How do yeah. I, how do I not know? How, how is this? Possible? I don't know. All right. Well, let's it, see. It, it hooks up with your Steam, hooks up with your other accounts, and you can, uh, and you can put your, your wish list. You can import your wish list into this thing, and it like lets you know. Right now, historically speaking, Elder Scrolls Online, uh, 1859. Mm, that's pretty good. Mm, I think that's yeah. worth it. Totally worth it. I think it's worth it at 30. 
Um, and I bought it at, well, I mean, I played the alpha, I played the beta, I played release, then long time where I didn't. And then one time Riel hit and I went, oh my gosh, this game is 20 times better than it used to be. Right. And people don't believe me. They're like, what are you talking about? It really is that much better now. What are you talking? Why, why are you talking code? Quit it. Excuse me. So that's the point. <laughs> why did I just burp on the air? This is the thing I've been trying to work on. Not burping on the air like some kind of freaking pig. <laughs> sure. It's just things I'm working on. I just, you know, I got to be less piggish. <laughs> All right. You know what? This website's kind of awesome. What are these deals? They got, we got kind of a best deals of the day kind of deal here. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Trackmania Canyon. I don't care about that. Uh, this fractured butthole. I can get for as low as. Uh, What's gamer? Yeah. There's some kind of uh, whatever. I'll have, to, I'll have to mess with this. Looks like some good things yeah. could be done here for me. It's a good time. It's it's a, it's a way to make sure that you're not buying a game that fluctuates a lot. Like, uh, for instance, uh, Rick and Morty's uh, Virtual Rickality. It sits on sale most of the time at around $20, which is a perfect price for the game length that you get to play. But if you're not careful, you might have picked it up at 30 bucks, And you'll notice that in the reviews, all the people complaining about the shortness of the game are the people that paid 30 mm. The people who complained it didn't complain at 20 So, yeah, yeah you know, all right. just don't give your money away, Scott. I'm into it. I'm going to go through here later and see if I can find some dumb deals because I don't have enough video games to play clearly. Right. Oh, look at this. You can get Just Burp. Cause 3 for 7 bucks. That's stupid mm. cheap. Man. That's stupid cheap. Seriously. That's a good game. It is a good game. I enjoyed the hell out of that. Let's see what else they got. I paid $59 for that game. Well, I got it the, day, well, the week it was released. Yeah. Uh, you got your, uh, let's see. Oh, Hard West is great. That's only 4 bucks. Are you kidding? Okay, yeah. Brian, you've done it again. Well done. Way to go. Now I've got way more games to play than I will never, ever, ever be able to get to. Yeah, well done. You've done it again, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's gonna do it for the show everybody i hope that you had a good time i know that we did should mention this though uh before we get out of here if you'd like to have your voice heard on the show and have your own input considered just like brian from denver send us an email at boopshow at gmail.com that is boopshow at gmail.com you're familiar with it, right? You know Gmail. You've used it. I've, 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 I've used the Gmail. Yeah, Gmail's, before, yes. Gmail's all right. Um, you can tweet us. Boop Show. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm, I'm at Scott Johnson. And you can support the show at Frog Pants. Uh, sorry, patreon.com slash Frog Pants. And uh, maybe even look at stuff on the store. There's some cool video game prints and cool stuff there. If you want to go check that out, that's at frogpants.com slash store. Brian, store. any final thoughts before we go? Yes. Okay. As long as we're talking about stuff we're doing and you're already in the chat room, uh -huh. you can just easily follow me on Twitch. I've been playing more video games and broadcasting live, so my videos are still up. Uh -huh. It is twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. That's oh, me. That's great. People should do check that out. Should do. Yeah, subscribes. Yeah, we're uh, live every Monday at 3.30 Mountain Time. That's 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern, right here at frogpants.tv. That'll take you straight to the Twitch page. Uh, sub, like, all those things if you are so inclined. I think that's going to do it for us. We'll be back next week with all the greatest and latest and what we've been playing. Brian, have a great week. Oh, you too, Scott. And the rest of you guys as well. Game on. Game on, really? Okay. Bye, everybody.
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Um.